0: I probably identify well with needing or craving a sense of belonging. And then also through my story, perseverance has been a big piece of it.
1: Hey, it's Tricia Wellstad and our Leadership Center called The Thrive Podcast. And this series of episodes is for anyone who is needing clarity on their vocation. So whether you are early, mid or late career and realizing you are not finding fulfillment in your work, or feel like you have lost your purpose or calling in the world, this show is for you. My coaching conversation with Sarah Lattimore will support you in anchoring your vocation so you can move forward in your life with conviction. Sarah and I connected in the fall of 2021 and have had several conversations about calling. She's felt stuck for a while now, so I invited her to join me for our mini series to get her own personalized coaching while giving you an insight into the vocational coaching process. Take 20 minutes and listen to this coaching conversation. I believe it's going to lead you closer to clarity in your own calling as you listen in to Sarah getting clear on hers. Well, Sarah, welcome back. I am so glad to have you again. We are in episode two in a series, this little mini series podcast that we're doing with the leadership center on your vocation and your particular vocation. We're doing a coaching conversation, but before we begin, I just want to share a little bit in case you missed our first episode or want a refresh about Sarah. So Sarah is adopted a wife of 17 years, a mother to two amazing children, who give her opportunities to be a cheerleader, to dress up like a princess, to play in the mud, and to go on amazing adventures. With a bachelor's in political science and sociology, I love that. Sarah worked for child protective services as a legal caseworker before following a call into full time ministry in 2008. Dur- uh, in 2008, during her time in Full-time ministry, Sarah has served in medium to large-sized local congregations, as well as camp ministry. Sarah has a passion for serving others, writing, and speaking, and Sarah is looking forward to writing her own book next. Sarah completed her MDiv in 2019, is currently working on her doctorate in Leadership and Global Perspectives and currently serves in a ministry position leading a congregation in living life missionally as the director of missional ministries. She is an innovator and a visionary who looks to find empowering and dignity-restoring ways of sharing the love of Christ while addressing needs. Beyond her work, Sarah dreams of growing her family through adoption, kayaking with orcas, and traveling in an RV across North America and internationally. Oh gosh, every time I read that last line, it's just exciting. Like I'm excited for what you are going to do next in life. So, Sarah, thank you again for joining me and in this conversation, being able to share this out. Uh, as we wrapped our last episode in our in this conversation, how are you feeling? What are you excited about?
0: Well, uh, I'm just super excited to actually dig in and do some of the work um, of really finding uh, more clarity on my vocation and calling. So I'm just, I'm excited for the
1: opportunity. Good. I am too. I'm holding lots of hope for us, as I say, and uh, and I'm pretty confident that we're going to make some good steps towards you finding clarity and active next steps for yourself and for your family. It's not just you, it's going to impact not just you, your family, but your whole community in some really beautiful ways, I think. So, okay, so here we go. Let's dive in. This second episode, what I want to talk about with you, we're going to talk a bit more about making sense of our own particular story and in light of like a larger story and how our values tend to shine through that. And so, I want to begin with having a conversation a little bit more about calling and kind of the, I call it the meta calling versus the, sometimes you would call it micro or mini calling, but I like to think of it more in a particular way, like the particularity of our calling. And what I mean by this is I see our story is having two, uh, two different threads There's the story of God that we follow, especially if you are in the Christian tradition, you are a follower of Jesus, then there's this particular or this larger calling that we follow, which is the, the calling to be a disciple, to walk in the way of Jesus in our life and to follow the meta calling of scripture. And that tends to flow through a narrative of um of being created and, and good, and then landing into brokenness and then, and having broken pieces through the pain that we all experience because of the fall and then finding restoration, healing, and real deep purpose in, in God. And everyone walks through that. We see that in the scripture. And then we particularly walk through that in our own lives. And sometimes we can see that as like There's even another way to look at it is like this taken, blessed, broken, and given aspect of the way that God moves through our stories, the way that God moves through all of history. And so there's that, but then there's the very particular ways too, and we'll get to those in a moment. But I'd like to ask you, Sarah, as we're having this conversation, um, do you have any thoughts or feedback on uh, God's calling to people that kind of meta versus the specific that you've seen in the way that God has made us to be.
0: Yeah. So, um, I actually had the opportunity to, uh, preach a sermon a, a little bit about, uh, calling and, uh, I, I definitely was able to really study and lean into that, that God calls everyone in whatever spaces that we're in um, and that we're, we all have the, the bigger picture, but then trying to really identify what um, the little piece, the little parts of our purpose are in that. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think you're right on with the two voices. I'd never really heard it put that way, but um, I like it. I think that's exactly what, what it is.
1: Yeah. Well, I tend to think of it as like, we know that we listen to the voice of God, but we also listen to our own sense of things. And sometimes our sense of things is in alignment with God, and sometimes it's not. And so there's um, there's kind of what we want and what God wants. People sometimes think about that. But I think there's these voices of this, oh, this is my learned experience. But then there's this bending or learning and uh shaping that we have from God that's it's a character formation over time that then helps us our voice to stay in alignment in our story and and yet we're in a particular context but but again before we go into that uh I'm wondering have you had any like calling moments like anything where you're like oh my gosh that was a God moment I know I have I've had these particular moments with God where I've heard the voice of God in a particular way even through my own head or heart. Um, and I'm wondering what those have been like for you.
0: Yeah. So there were, there's like three probably in my life, um, at different points of my life where I really, um, just was very keenly aware that it, it was bigger than me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and because, um, I am an emotional being, they were very emotional moments as well. Um, but more, most recently, um, well, and it's, it's been a little while, but it was, um, the, this moment of where I was transitioning from one, um, place to another. And, um, I didn't really want to, like, I wasn't sure I wanted to go <laughs> and I was having that, that Moses argument with God in my head. Like, but this is my family and very clearly sensing, hearing, feeling in my head and all of me, but you have to go and, and teach family, right? Like, and so, um, so I set out to, to figure out what that meant in all its vagueness, <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, but not, um, not without, uh, just a, a real sense of, um, there was fear, but then just like, okay, I've, I've got a purpose that I, it's something that I'm looking for setting out to do. Um, so that I think those moments are, it's interesting to go back and think about them because I really start to, to remember maybe why I'm, um, on the journey that I'm on and, and they, they're easy to forget because when they happen, it's, you set them on that shelf
1: sometimes. Yeah. 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 I don't know about you, but for me at least, and what I've seen a lot is that people, there's this sense of like, we know what's right to do with our lives generally as we follow God, but then God comes and breaks through and speaks into our particular context in a particular way, which causes sometimes fear, definitely, and risk um, and, and a move or a change in some way. Is that, would that be true? Would you say that feels true?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I would say of all the times that I've, I've felt those shifts in my life, it's been, it's been at a moment of, of change or a moment where something is pivoting for sure.
1: Yeah. And I, when I think about Moses or I think about Mary in the new Testament and different other people, like their life is about to change, their calling is getting new, like God is breaking in, in a very particular way and speaking to them, whether directly like in a bush or uh, through an angel, like there's there's something that is changing, and it's like wait a minute, I'm freaking out. But there's something particular, and there's going to be a change. You're going to go to this new place. You're going to do this new thing. You're going to inhabit uh, the Son of God. <laughs> like you're, there's going to be some new new ways of living, and it's it's going to transform you in some new ways, um, and unexpected ways. But it's it's always good it's just a bit daunting. So thinking about that, thinking about the particular ways I, and the particular side of our life, uh, I like to think about the idea of our particular story um, being created, like well, here we are as created um, as these incredible beings who God has said is good and are good. And Um, we are formed with deep purpose and we are formed each of us in a particular place and space and time. We have a particular set of experiences, but our particular, I'm going to say particular so many times that I'm not going to be able to say it, um, uh, of experiences of gifts. I mean, my, like, I think of just the people that I spend a lot of time with and the talents, the things that they can do that I cannot do, or the things that I am gifted with or have grown skills in that they don't necessarily have. And it's all complement. It's all meant to be complementary to one another, but it's not all meant to be the exact same. We're not meant to be the exact same. We're meant to be a diverse, beautiful rainbow of humanity that um that complements one another to create really really good work and really good healing and restoration for the world not all the same thing um and and then that comes out of listening really to that voice of vocation listening to god and listening to the story the 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 pieces of who we are and who god is with us to know um what next steps to take but that that listening is really a a reflection piece. And I, I often think about and refer to Parker Palmer in this, when I think about that listening piece, because Parker Palmer wrote this book, Let Your Life Speak. It's a short little book. And, um, and it's a beautiful, creative little text. And uh, he says in it, before you tell your life what you intend to do with it, listen for what it intends to do with you. And that quote every time gives me pause because I think, oh, wow, what, what has my life said? And what has God through my life said? Just like you were saying, like you're reflecting on those moments of calling from God that were particular to you. And what have those spoken to you over time? And listening back again will probably give you some points of direction, I would think.
0: Yeah, well, and, um. You know, you, you said something just now that really made me think, um, a particular place in a a particular way. And, um, I, I love talking about my adoption story and how, how that always reminds me of how, uh, God is in the midst of all of that. And I am here because of that, right? It, the life could have been so different. Um, And we each have those moments for sure. But uh, for me, that's a peace of mind that is very, from the very beginning, um, very evident that there was a purpose for me to be where I am
1: um, because things could have, could have been very different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you lead with that in your bio. Like, I think it's important to just note that like it, it matters to you. It's a, I mean, it is what it is. But it has been so forming for you in your particular life experience, and in what you hope for for the future. So I <laughs> that there's something there, yeah,
0: absolutely. There's a lot well, there yeah that that that's that's probably a whole nother podcast too, right? But um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a um it's it's my daily reminder of um the purpose I have in the place that I'm in.
1: Yeah. It's good. I think it's really good. And we, we can talk about some of that too. I think well well, I think we eventually will at some point in this podcast because there's there's going to be some some threads and let's go there actually. So our life experiences from um from being adopted to childhood to education to family um friendships, relationships um All sorts of different things, moving, um, painful experiences, all of these things in our life. When I think about who we are and how we've been shaped throughout our life, so much of that, uh, sometimes we we don't think about that. We just think about like, what do I love? What am I passionate about? And we don't necessarily have the conversation as to why. Like what has created those things in us. And that I tend to like point my arm backwards because I think that is our history. And we stand on the shoulders of our history uh, and of many other people's. But all of that has formed us into who we are today. And so the next piece that we're going to talk about is the very particulars. We're going to we're going to get into the particulars of the of your vocation. And if you Watching this on a video, you see that I have my hands held out in like a little triangle. And we're going to talk about the triangle of our sense of vocation because there's three points. And I get this not on my own, but from my good friend and author, Deborah Lloyd, who has been a pastor, a professor, um, a, a church planter, and an incredible uh, teacher. And she wrote a book called Your Vocational Credo. And she in that gives a little diagram of a triangle. And I like to use it. I've taught this for years and she and I have taught this even together, the sense of um, your triangle creates and forms. It it can form into um, your sense of calling or vocation into a nice little um, statement. You can create a vocational statement out of that. So we're going to walk through that in our next few podcasts here starting today we'll start with the top point so Sarah I'd like for you to begin by drawing a triangle on a piece of paper for me
0: all right you're testing my artistic abilities
1: I I will help you keep it simple and I will not grade you on this No problem. (laughs) So, at the top of your triangle, what we're going to start with, and I think we do this because um, it's an easy way to get into this. Because I I mentioned pain and I mentioned healing and all these different things, but let's start with something that I think um, kind of brings warm memories, or it can, and that is a favorite childhood story book or movie, even a scripture that really has stayed with you throughout your life. Um, is there a particular story or something that you hold? Yeah,
0: um, well, I have I have two favorites. That's okay. <laughs> I, I have a hard time limiting things. Um, but one of one of them was um, Charlotte's Web was always a favorite uh, book and story to read. Um, and then I was absolutely at the child that played Little House on the Prairie after reading the books and watching the shows. Uh, they were probably even on the calendar <laughs> <laughs> of when they aired next.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) Okay. So you have two and that's fine. I'm curious. And this is what I'd like to hear a little bit more about. Um, what about Charlotte's web made you love it? What holds weight for you in that story?
0: Um, well, I think the compassion of Fern of saving Wilbur, um, from his fate and, um, and then I think, the fact that Wilbur was the rent of the litter, um, the, the least desired. Um, and then, uh, Charlotte had to keep reminding Wilbur of his identity of, of who he, who he was, um, and, and helping with his, his confidence. So I think those are kind of the, the pieces of the story that I can most easily relate to my my own life and, and self um, mm-hmm. when I think through that.
1: Yeah, that's actually pretty, I mean, there's a lot of depth in that. I mean, I so what I hear from you is compassion and um, and a sense of rejection almost, like the the run, the least wanted, the the rejected one and um, and identity like in a in a sense of like calling and owning sense of identity and that being spoken over uh over the character but being spoken and so okay so there's that and then there's also uh little house on the prairie name name just a couple things that you feel like fit for that
0: um so for that one i think it was well the family is important Um, they're, they're also building, um, building something. They're creating community, um, Mm -hmm. and, and finding that. And then I think there's a a huge, huge amount of perseverance, (laughs) um, and overcoming that comes from those stories as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you to draw out themes that you hear between the two stories well relate
0: (laughs) um goodness okay so i think i'm having to remember what i said the first time um but identity right um and forming uh family community belonging belonging is probably a big piece of both of them Mm -hmm. um Yeah. I think that, um, that the, and, and perseverance probably would be in both
1: of them as well. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that in both. Yeah. Because, um, Charlotte had to continue to remind Wilbur of identity. So there's this perseverance of like, you have to hold and keep continue on. Yeah. I hear that. And and now I'm going to take it a level deeper for you, of course um, How do you hear the themes? So you're naming values like identity, community, belonging, perseverance, uh, compassion, all of these things, family even. But we'll, we'll like we'll probably distill those a little bit. But how do you see these relating to your values, to your story?
0: Yeah, I would think, um, I probably identify well with the, the, the needing or craving a sense of belonging. Um, and, and then also through my story, um, perseverance has been a big piece of it, um, through, through whatever, uh, positive or negative is in front of me, uh, just sure. having to continue to push, push on, um, But then also really wanting to have that, uh, that community, the family, um, because family is a big part of it. I I love being a mom Mm -hmm.
1: um,
0: and a wife. And so um, I think, and in a sense, those give belonging too.
1: Yeah, they do. Yep. So I was relating that. Yeah. So, um, so I'm hearing from you say, saying this belonging, which also creates a, a space for community and whether you you receive it or you are offering it to others a sense of belonging and community and then perseverance the the staying in it even when it's hard yeah that's yeah. the challenge yeah which those so what those are those are your values those are things that are thread from your own history you hear that in from your bio you will hear that when we talk in our next episode about pain and the thread of our history and some of the pain experiences that we've had. And we we won't get into all the details of that, but we'll talk about the feelings around that and the experiences post that. And, and, and then that also moves us into how we see healing for the world. And, uh, and then it also helps us to like open the way for what particular way do we go? How do we get clarity and action towards living that out and, maybe what are the stuck points? So, okay. Now I'm going too far into all the details of where we're going, but this is where we're going to go. And so I think let's hold this because now I've given you a glimpse into what's next in our next podcast. And I'm, I feel really excited. I don't want to stop talking about this because it's, it's so good, but these would be the values that you would put. So you put at the top of that triangle, you have those two stories and then you put those values in the middle of the triangle. So belonging, perseverance, community. I I would try to not go beyond three, Um, even two is, is really good. And you'll be able to see and weigh them as we go through each point of the triangle. Like, okay, is this it? Is there another word that better describes it? Um, How do I clarify this? How am I actually embodying this? Where am I missing it right now? So there's a lot of questions we get to ask ourselves as we walk through this, but uh, we'll go there in the next, in the next episode. So I just want to say, thank you. Thanks for being willing to share these first stories of your own life and um, I know that it can feel tender, even at the beginning of it. You're sharing your own life experience, and yet it is also, as we are willing to be vulnerable, we're also willing to be transformed. And so, thank you for doing that.
0: Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to share. For sure, I am. Um, I appreciate that. So, absolutely.
1: Well, this is good. This is going to continue to go deep, and I. Uh, provide focus and I'm excited for what's next. So thank you. And thank you to those who are watching, listening with us. We're excited about what's next here. And hopefully this has been really supportive to you and your sense of vocation, even just listening to the story and starting to consider what your story is. So we will have another episode out soon. And we're looking forward to sharing that with you. If you want to listen to the whole series of our conversations, be sure to click the link in the show notes. And if you want more support in clarifying and activating your calling, I would love for you to join us for our vocational intro course. You are going to be guided through a process to create a credo that helps you own your calling and live in alignment in your work so you can thrive in all you are and do. I have been coaching people for over 10 years now and have come alongside hundreds of women and men in discerning their vocation. So if getting clarity in your calling sounds like something you want, go to nwleadershipcenter.com forward slash courses. You were created to thrive. Keep living your calling and welcoming others because together we get to transform the world. Thanks so much for listening and I will catch you next time on the Leadership Center Call to Thrive podcast.